When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Wild Young. I'm in for Charlie Cotton today. But we have my boy, Eric Sinsley, is joining us. Eric, what up? What up, man? How you doing, Wild? Eric, tell the people what you do here because this is your first time on the TMZ Podcast. This is your TMZ Podcast debut. Yeah, so I do all the photo galleries, all the feel-good content, the member thems, the scrambles, the freaking diffs, the hot shots. Oh, like the the bikini pics, the bikini pics, and the shirtless pics, and shirtless all that. Pics and, oh, uh, so all the thirst traps we post, uh, Eric, everybody, yeah. Eric Sinsley. All right, y'all, we got some uh, just exciting stories today. A little messy, a little bit of drama. We're going to talk about Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes. They got into a, a full blown argument, and it was like they tried to play it a little cool, but the, it was an argument. It was an argument, and it was actually really awkward. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Oscar nominations are here. If you are excited, there was some not so surprising nominations. Yeah, Barbie, and also some snubs. Some snubs. We're also going to talk about Taylor Swift. She has a stalker situation that got extremely scary. This person was arrested. That's how creepy the situation was. We'll give you all the details on that. But first, Kanye West had a Kanye West had a Kanye West day yesterday, man. He was, we caught him out in LA and he had a little bit of drama with the paparazzi. All right, so first we got video of Kanye West getting into this like, he got attacked. So he was with his wife, Bianca Sensori. They were leaving or going into somewhere and this like random person on the street just started yelling and like spewing these horrible things at Kanye. Here's a little bit of that clip now. Look at you trying to talk to the white boy, so fucking bad. You ain't shit, boy. Just know that. He thinks he's so smart, so new, so nifty. You ain't shit, boy. First off, that's in our backyard. That's on. This is in Melrose Place, which is in our neighborhood. Oh, we do live in the, in that hood. I have seen Kanye and her walking around, and this is a Kim 2.0 situation. Okay. Because if you don't remember, she was Kim was fresh off the Humphreys, and Kanye was in Kim's closet. Throwing out all her clothes, saying, this is how you're going to dress. Let's go outside. This is how you're going to pose. You're going to the Met Gala with me. This is what you're going to wear. So here's my thing, though. So Kanye and Bianca, they were in this little situation. Kanye was actually a lot more level-headed than I thought he would be. And if you notice, the other paparazzi, kind of when this was all going down, they were like trying to, I don't want to say protect Kanye, but like kind of trying to interject in the situation. And it, it brought me to a good point, or it brought me to a point that I thought about that Kanye West actually has a better relationship with the paparazzi than people give him credit for. Well, well, and these celebrities have relationship with the paparazzi. They, they've they known each other for years. Mm-hmm. Not to compare the situation, but you remember Britney and the paparazzi, they kind of fed off each other. No, right. And it's, a, it's a situation like that with a lot of people. And so We saw Kanye getting into this little bit of a scruffle with this dude, but then we got another clip of Kanye directing the paparazzi like, this is what I mean by Kanye. The paparazzi love Kanye. He's like, go over here, go over there, go over there. We got a little bit of that. Let's play it now. When we 
Over there too. Yeah, but I don't want you to do the 45 degree. This is, <laughs> this is my level of crazy. I'm kind of like this too. Like, if you're going, if you're going to take my photos, at least take good photos. But also, can you be throwing out anti-Semitic rants and get your angles too? And I'm just saying that. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, he still has, he's still a celebrity. If you're going to get a photo of me, you might as well get a sexy photo of me. True, and this he wants his money shot. Yes. And he makes a, or the paparazzi makes a buttload of money off these shots. All the time. Um, I don't know. Like I said, this is a Kim 2.0 situation, and uh, I think she should scurry while she can. If I, what? Yeah. I feel like Bianca is loving this. Also, it looks just like Kim. She's got two inches on Kim. Okay, but I don't think Bianca hates this. I feel like she is now one of the most famous people in the world. Like she's dating. Because of him. Yes. So, so you're would... saying she should just ride it out. Yes. Ride it to the top. Yes, I would. Okay. If you had the op if Taylor Swift called you up right now and said, Eric, you mind? What you gonna say? I don't know. I would also just be like, if I was Bianca, I'd be like, all right, get my shot, but also like, help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to see what Kanye and Bianca are up to today. I mean, they seem like they are back in America at least for a while. They've been here for a few weeks. Um, so I think we'll see more of Kanye and the paparazzi. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Moving on. There was a very scary situation in New York City at Taylor Swift's apartment because her alleged stalker was arrested right outside of the front door. And this is very scary. Eric, what can you tell us? Well, it's twice in three days for this stalker. And all I have to say is if it's not going to happen the third time, bro, you're not going to get your love story from Taylor Swift. I don't think Taylor Swift, it ain't going to happen a third or fourth or fifth time. But also, like, at what point do you give up the townhouse life? Like, mm -hmm. yes, she has security, yeah. but you're in New York City. Anyone can walk up. Right, but I know? think that it's like you can't live in New York City without having that. Like, apartments in New York City, even, like, the most expensive, luxurious apartments and penthouses, they have entries from the street. Like, it's almost like, where are you going to... There's not a lot of space in New York City to build a gated apartment complex. Like, it has to be at the street level. She's got no... Uh... Security at the front, though. She's got no doorman. Like, well, if she were in a high-rise or a penthouse. Right. You know, so, it's a little, no... yeah, it is a little limited because she doesn't really have, there's no, like, structured security in place. The man's identity has yet to be revealed. So, I mean, I'm assuming Taylor knows who he is, but we don't know who he is. But law enforcement, they made the arrest after, like, other members of the community were like, it's a creepy guy outside. I, I thought know. it was Post Malone when I saw the picture. No shade to Post, <laughs> but it looked just like Post. Yeah, the guy, the guy is uh, clearly going through it. Taylor's obviously on alert. I don't really know what the solution is for this. Like, I heard you say, like, maybe they should get gated security or gated, you know, entryways or more security. But stalkers going to stalk. I don't know. If I was, like, one of Taylor's security at the townhouse, yeah. I would just be blasting, you need to calm down at the, at the guy. At like, the <laughs> you know, like, 
Yeah, I guess. Speaking of stalkers, we have a brand new documentary. It's called TMZ Investigates Obsessed and Dangerous Hollywood Stalker Crisis, where we touch on this exact issue, just like how scary it is for celebrities to face stalkers and obsess fans and things like that. So the documentary originally aired on Fox, but it is available. You can stream it right now on Hulu. Yeah. Some of the top stars, too, that haven't really been super public about their mm -hmm. stalkers. Sandra Bullock was a big one. I know. I mean, no one likes me enough to stalk me, but like. Not yet. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> the Oscar nominations are in, y'all. This is, I mean, I don't know why I don't need to explain the Oscars, but the Oscars is the premier movie award show it happens once a year it's where chris rock got slapped it is just a showdown <laughs> the oscars so the oscar nominations for the 2024 oscars are out and uh a few surprising noms but also a few surprising snubs so ryan Gosling, he got a nomination for best supporting actor for ken and barbie eric did you see barbie i did i saw it in theaters oh uh, did you wear pink I did not wear pink. Okay. <laughs> I wore black. All black. Just to, to emphasize that I'm not wearing pink, I'm wearing black. But I, honestly, I'm over this Barbie talk. It, yes, it was great, but the best two actresses, in my opinion, of the movie were Rhea Perlman and the older woman at the bus, bus stop, Anne Roth. Okay. I, I was bawling seeing her at the bus stop. My grandma did die the night before, but, Aww. you know. Well, yeah, I think that might have got you a little emotional, brother. But I don't know. There. I don't know. I'm. I, it was a great movie. It was good to see in theaters, but like, you didn't think it was Oscar worthy? No, <sighs> no. But remember, Greta has earned nominations uh, for the Directors Guild of America, mm -hmm. the Globes. Mm -hmm. uh, she was nominated for Critics' Choice. So it's not like she's being totally snubbed out of award season in LA and yeah. Hollywood. So Greta Gerwig, that is the director of Barbie, she did not get a best director nomination, which everyone thought she would. Margot Robbie, Barbie, the Barbie, did also did not get a nomination for an Oscar. She did she thought she would get the best actress nomination. Mm -hmm. Nope. No nom for Margot Robbie. But but Greta did get the best adapted screenplay nomination. Everybody want that. She won best director. <laughs> like she <laughs> She's a director, not a screenplay adapter, but like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she does do that, but like, she wants, if you are a director in Hollywood, you want that best director nomination. Yeah. Anything else is null and void. She she can't get it all, though. Okay. I mean, you know? Do you think don't that. Greedy. So you, you don't think Barbie was like one of the best pictures of the year? I think it was a feel good. No. It no. made over a billion dollars. Yeah. It was the number one. It ranked in the most money uh, in the box office, but. I don't know. All right. Not doing it for me. Let's talk about some of the other nominations. For Best Picture, we have American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie. Barbie did get a nomination there. The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, which was such a good movie. Such a good movie. Too long. I was about to say. Great movie. Really slow, but it's a really good movie. Uh, Best Actor nominations, Bradley Cooper for Maestro. Did you see that movie? I did not. Okay. Well, it was the acting was really good. Yeah. But the movie was really boring. Coleman Domingo. Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, and Jeffrey Wright. Love Cillian Murphy. Uh, the best actor noms. We got Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, Jeffrey Wright. I would give it to, uh, you know, that my uh, Maestro movie was really boring, but the acting was I didn't see it. impeccable. Impeccable? It was really good. Uh, best actress, 
We got Annette Bening, Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon, one of my favorite movies of the year. So good. Even though it was boring. Uh, Sandra Haller, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro. I'm telling you, that Maestro movie was, it was slow, but the acting was so good. And Emma Stone for, uh, what's that Emma Stone movie? Oh, uh, the creepy, the, when futuristic. She's, when she's dancing all around. I didn't see that one. My friends invited me to go see it, and I was... Not it. No. Uh, all right, a few more. Best Supporting Actor, Emily Blunt. Danielle Brooks. I'm assuming the Danielle Brooks nomination is for The Color Purple. America Ferreira from Barbie. She which is good. so. She was actually a lot. She was great. She was really good. Um, it's kind of strange, though, that Margot didn't get the Best Actress nom, and then I feel like America the supporting, got the Best Supporting Actress. Nom. Yeah, and I feel like the supporting actors and actresses of Barbie almost were stronger than the two leads. Okay. I don't know. All right. Uh, last one, Best Supporting Actor. Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, and Mark Ruffalo. I, I love Ruffalo. Who do you give it to in that category, Best I'm, Supporting Actor? I'd say Sterling or Mark. Okay. No Robert Downey Jr.? Nah. Not a fan of Oppenheimer? Nah. That's the movie he was in, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes. I look over at our associate producer Branson because he's into that kind of stuff. I, I left Oppenheimer early. It was, I tell everyone, I'm like, once I saw Black and White, I go, this is not the movie for me. <laughs> this is just not the movie for me. All right. Moving on. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, man. They Amy got and TJ. A, an argument over the pressures of their relationship. So this went down in a recent episode of their Amy and TJ podcast where Amy opened up about the pressure that she feels, and I think that both of them feel, being in their relationship that came on the heels of such a public scandal. Here's what Amy said. We've always worked together, but working with this kind of pressure over our heads is a whole other thing where- that, that, Okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry. I'm just saying that pressure is a lot. What are you talking about, the work pressure or the pressure now publicly for us to succeed as a couple? Oh, see, I don't, I don't feel the pressure from the public to stay with you. I know that I know you well enough and I've spent enough time with you and I knew how I felt. And love sometimes is a choice when it's hard. It's not just a feeling. Lust is a feeling, but love is a choice, I believe. And I have chosen to love you. So I don't feel pressure from the public to be with you. I'm so tired of them. It feels like she's like, this is not authentic. It feels like she's being forced to say this. And for how many months or years were they in their own little love bubble? So what's gonna happen when that bubble's popped? And they're out in the real world. Also, her saying that she lost her career, is that like part of like cancel culture? Like was she, were they canceled because of this? Um, no, I don't think they were canceled. So when the when the split happened, uh GMA they did launch an investigation and they found a number of things in the investigation. And one of those things was that there was kind of a, a little bit of murkiness around their timeline, even though the two of them insist that they were completely separated at the time. However, the investigation did find that TJ Holmes had at least three other with some extramarital affairs with other members of GMA or other staffers at GMA. So I think that I don't think they were like canceled per se. I think that whenever the investigation came up, GMA thought that it was best for them to part ways with Amy and TJ. And that's kind of where the separation happened. Yeah. But I like what you originally said. She seemed like she's just trying to convince herself yeah. of all this. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, I'm not really worried about the pressure. We love each other because we love each other. But like, who are you talking to? Are you talking to us? Are you talking to them? Also, are they telling the whole truth? It seems like they almost are trying to get their story straight, mm. you know? Yeah, I feel like it's what we're seeing now, and obviously I don't know this for a fact, but like sometimes when, and they, they insist, like I said, they said that they 
had attorneys. They were in the middle of divorce proceedings. That They insist that they were separated from their estranged spouses when this happened. However, I feel like sometimes when you get with somebody and it's like a little bit of a shady situation, you have to stay together. Like, yeah. there is no way out of it. And I think that they now know that, like, we have got to stay together. Otherwise, what the hell was all this for? Also, aren't there ex-spouses now together? Allegedly. 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 A little close. But... They got to stay together. And then if I was Amy, which I think we're starting to see a little bit of, these are just my thoughts. I think she's starting to realize that, like, this bond, she like she may not have been as special as she thought she was. That's what I'm saying. I and think, I think she was going off adrenaline. Like I think it was love. hot. It was hot heavy. and heavy. Yeah, like it was new. It was <laughs> sneaky. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like far less exciting because you're not doing it in like a back room of the studio. Mm-hmm. You're like at home <laughs> on the bed on a Tuesday and you're like, oh, this is it. Maybe this isn't as good as what we thought it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? And also, like TJ said, uh, we haven't spent that much time together lately. Yeah, they did say that because of work, which they ain't got no jobs. But because of... <laughs> Because of like work obligations and different things like that, they haven't spent the last few or they haven't spent the many nights together recently. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's not it's not reading true to me anymore. I obviously wish them the best. Oh, was I, it ever reading true to you? Yeah, at the beginning. But oh, okay. It almost, it, you are a didn't she just say me? lust? She said there's a difference between lust and love. And, and I think it's she, lust. It was probably a, really heavy on the lust in the beginning. Yeah. And now the lust is fading away. Yeah. They're done jet setting. That's that's worn off, and now it's they're they're back to quote unquote working. And I have a question: If you're with somebody and y'all split up and they get in a new relationship, do you wish them like the best? I think you feel like you have to say you wish them the best, but deep down you're like, yeah, no. doom and gloom. I am doom and gloom. <laughs> I wish you nothing but misery, misery until the end of time. That's yeah. how I live. All right, Eric. Thanks a lot for joining thanks, me, man. Wild. This is a lot of fun. Well. Charlie Cotton will be back next week, but we will see you guys here. Brand new episodes of the TMZ podcast all this week. Until tomorrow, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.